Welcome to the Hollywood Pipeline Podcast. I am Dax Holt. I am joined by Adam Glenn. How are you, buddy? Good. How are you, man? Good to see you. <laughs> Good to see you as well. <laughs> What is it? It's good to see you over the screen. Freezing here in New York City, man. It is brutally, brutally cold. But uh, it's uh, I'm sure it's much nicer where you are, right? Am I right? Oh, absolutely. Well, I'm also not stuck in my car on the side of a street in, in Manhattan. So I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, I'm in my uh, podcast studio here. We like to call <laughs> the Accord. Well, uh, let's let's get to our guest because there's there's no need to wait. This is a very exciting guest for us. Um, God, I have known this guy for, what is it, like 15, probably more than that. I don't know, 15 or so years. Uh, But this is Mr. Max Hodges, who used to work with me and Adam on TMZ. Legend. (laughs) Known as the surfer guy to everyone, long blonde hair. And uh, we decided we need to have him on the podcast, see what the fuck is going on in your life these days, man. Yeah, not, I mean... I'm just cruising the same as always. Uh, I don't change that much. Still on the beach. Yeah, it's raining today. I, I love that. So when I first dialed you up, I was like, hey, number one, your hair is dripping wet. Well, I got, I got out of bed early for you guys. <laughs> Keep in mind, it is 11 a.m. when we're taping the podcast. I, I um, took a shower. I shaved for the first time in a couple of days. So cleaned up for y'all. And uh, I... For the people that are listening, you can't see, but he is chowing down on a bunch of yams right now as breakfast. Yeah, ninety-nine cent store, you get like three pounds. Awesome, <laughs> love it. When uh, when we used to work together, we were uh, literally like cubicle mates. He was right next to me for the entire yeah. time that we worked at TMZ together. And every day, I'd look over, and he's got like heads of lettuce, and he would just like dip yeah, lettuce in soy on my, sauce. They pick up. Yeah, they pick on my rabbit foods. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got some heads of romaine in there right now. Stuff's the awesomest snack ever. He is he is probably one of the leanest guys I've ever seen. Is that how you stay so lean, dude? Because you're like in insane shape. Is it just from your diet? Like for it's all the beers. It's, all, it's the 15 it? beers. Um, <laughs> no, I think a lot of that is diet. Yeah, I mean, I think so big time. You know, I broke my hand the other day. It's moving now. Look how magic I am, man. They didn't even do anything. I just fucking fixed. Sorry, am I allowed to cuss on here? <laughs> You're allowed to cuss. Um, Have fun. And I, you know what? I've been chowing down on the on the romaine because I read it has a whole bunch of calcium in it. So I'm like seven weeks in, and look how good my hand is. That's pretty good. How did you break it, by the way? Everybody else has to get pinned down. Um, uh, I was out late, and this girl wanted to come back to my house, and so we did. And then <laughs> I was rocking out. <clears throat> I forget to what I think it was Pantera, and I was just loving it. And we were sitting like Indian style on the ground, and I punched the ground and it just went pop. And then my pinky was like pointing the wrong direction, like oh. 90 degrees. So I snapped it back in. And then we tried to set it right there, but we didn't know which way it was going. I guess it's called a boxer's fracture. <laughs> so yeah, I let it go too long and it healed. So now I just have no knuckle, but that's pretty cool because everyone else I talked to had to have like surgery and stuff. That's yeah. Cool. I don't need a knuckle as long as it works. <laughs> How to go with the girl, more importantly. Oh, great. She's, I just saw her the other day, and she's like, oh, I totally forgot about that. I'm like, yeah, well, I didn't. I'm like, well, it's healed anyways. Um, so what Yeah, I- man. You know, I haven't had health care in a long time, and I finally got it. And what a, what a shit show, dude. 
So it's a nightmare. I never go to the doctor, usually, like, just little stuff. But, like, I broke my ankle, broke my wrist last year. Didn't go to the doctor for any of them, and I'm totally fine. This, I go to the doctor, and they just left me, like, hanging for, like, six weeks. Until so I finally got to see an ortho. And he's like, well, it's too late now. I'm like, well, that's your guys' crappy system. So, so what are you doing that is breaking all of your bones? I'm getting old, dude. Yeah, it's but late. people get old. But what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you well, breaking I mean, stuff? I don't, I mean... I'm a, you know, it's just weird when you get older, you can't just do crazy stuff anymore. Like jump out of plane, like just, you just can't land stuff the same you used to be able to. It's weird. It's a weird transition. Just wait, Adam. I still, you can Dude, still do crazy stuff and like surf and skateboard and have fun, but you just gotta like watch out because you just don't. You start breaking. It's what's weird. a normal day in your life? Like what do, you, what time do you wake up? What's your normal? What Depends do you on do? the day. Really depends on the day. I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm all over the place, honestly. Yeah. I don't really have a schedule. It just really depends. How but, often are you surfing right now? Not a lot because I've been broken. So really? I, I was supposed to go to Australia the next day that I did my hand because I got some friends over there and they wanted me to come for Australia Day. I guess it's like their 4th of July and I'm so bummed I missed it because Australia is the best country in the world. And uh, so I didn't get to go to that. I was just about to start surfing again because my wrist is finally getting better. I flew out of my buddy's car. Could have been way worse. Um, <laughs> but I landed that, but I guess I broke my wrist. Um, so I was about to start surfing again, and then I broke my hand. So I'm going to give this like three more weeks, and then I'm out there. Because I lost – I've lost like 15 pounds of muscle just from not surfing. Jeez. Yeah, it sucks. Well, let me ask you this. I'm like a solid 150 now. (laughs) (laughs) It sucks. I get skinny, but I don't work out. I'm just naturally, you know, anorexic. I got to tell you, I I mean, literally to this day, I still get people coming up to me and saying, like, what happened to the surfer guy? Where did he go? Obviously, I was there when you were telling me I just wanted to surf, but, like, well, is no, that really what it. it comes down to? Like, you just wanted to go out and, like, just not work in an office anymore? You wanted to surf? You wanted to, like, do your own well, thing? Yeah, I mean, you know how it was in there. You just, that's your whole life, you know? And those were, like, some of the best, you know, prime years of my life, you know? And I had a lot of fun, I'll tell you that much, over the last five or six years. Woo! <laughs> that's some fun. <laughs> um, you know, you couldn't travel. You worked all the time. Government took half your money or, like, 70%. You know, that's just brutal at that time in your life. So it wasn't, you know, you know how it is, Dax. You were 27. I mean, listen, I I think I, I I think you were, you were young and free. I I was different. I had my family and kids and everything like that. Um, But I, I, I remember just you always saying like, I'm not a desk person. I'm not someone to be in an office. And that's what I've always told people. Like when they ask me, I'm like, it's not his lifestyle. His lifestyle was to yeah. go out and be on the beach. And I've always said that you'd well, be, just... make the perfect reality star. You really huh. would. Well, not not just the not just the. I don't think anybody's a desk person. It just kind of. I don't know. You know how it was. I mean, I I I was missed Christmas with my family probably six years in a row because that was the only time I could travel. Mm-hmm. You know that one day. So. So like, what what do you do now? Like, I know that you were really smart in like the stock market and. Well, uh, I just, I cruised for like five years. Now I just bartend two nights a week because I love it and I just wanted to be more social. Where, I, so where I live, Manhattan Beach, I it, they 
tore the whole entire city down and it's all just super wealthy families now so it got kind of boring i mean i love my uber wealthy neighbors and whatnot but it's boring uh so i just parked in on the beach thursdays and fridays and it's great it's the funnest job ever um yeah like steve nash is my neighbor i guess kenneth Lamar just moved up the street i should have bought a house dumb. <laughs> so dumb do you see steve nash a lot? What? Do, you, do you see Steve Nash a lot? I see him walk around. He just looks like a regular guy. When he's really? here, he's like, whoa, how are you like just killing it in the NBA? It looks yeah, like comes yeah. in. It looks like your brother or somebody walked by, just a dude. Sorry. Yeah. That's insane. Are you still in that same place that you, I you saw? Came, you? you came over. Yeah. yeah. The beach oh, so you're not in Venice and you got rid of the place in Venice oh, back to man. So it got so rich and um, boring here that I moved to Venice for a year. And I subleased my place here. And wow, yeah, that was not boring. But Venice is a nightmare. I mean, the homeless situation is so out of control. Like, just, I mean, I don't want to sound brutal, but it is brutal there. It's like I lived on Speedway and it was Mad Max 24-7. Like, I would just get up and drink a beer at night and just watch the, the chaos out of my window. The cops won't enforce any laws. It's, a, I mean, I I would be livid if I owned property there. I'd be livid because the cops. I broke up like in my neighborhood had to break up like huge fights. The cops wouldn't come. They would come. And the guys would be like, I want heroin, bleeding everywhere. Oh it's just, God. it's like Skid Row down there now. It's oh gnarly. So I, I moved it. back, and I and I, I appreciate what I got a lot more, even if it is a little quiet. Yeah, I love that you called it Mad Max too, because like <laughs> it, it, it was. It was. I didn't. Someone, one of my friends said that when they came over. They were like, holy shit. It's Mad Max outside your window just all the time. I'm like, yep. I was just curious. How did you even get your job in the entertainment business? How did you start out? How that? How do oh, I, I think I've told this story like a million times on other podcasts, but um, it's a really long story. Well, my brother got the psychopath pregnant. Sorry, I shouldn't say that, but she was, it was brutal at the time. Um, so my mom kind of sent me to L.A., and I didn't like L.A. I still don't like L.A. That's why they're Midnight Beach. And uh, uh, so my brother was production coordinator at Victory Studios, and they shot, you know, that's telepictures, so it was extra. So I worked for extra. I did. I was a prop player in the Ellen pilot. I built the sets for The Bachelor at first. Actually, they asked me to go on Bachelor season two, and I'm like, no, this show's dumb. I also said Ellen Pilot's not going anywhere in Florida at all. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, so I worked there for a long time. Wait, so wait, wait, wait. Did they want you to actually be the Bachelor? Yeah, this was like season Holy two. Holy shit, that's huge. Yeah, this is season two. No, it wasn't. Do you huge regret back that then. at all? It wasn't huge back then. Well, no, I know, I but it came. Dumb. I didn't like it. Um, uh, anyways, and I also worked for Telepictures, so it's stupid for them to even ask. You know, that's a conflict of interest. Um, it's a production company that makes the show, and I work for them. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. Um, uh, yeah, anyway, so I just worked my way up being a production coordinator. I mean, production assistant. Nice. Yeah. It's a long story. You know, you do every job as a production assistant. Yeah, we were we were running around the halls of TMZ before it was really even TMZ. That was the crazy part. Yeah. Well, we had a show at that, that studio before. He had uh, Celebrity Justice that I teleprompted and changed the sets for. And then he got the website because that show got canceled. Yeah. And then it 
and I was going to say, like, back then, like, so I started at in the Clips Clearance Department, and I remember Harvey coming to me and saying, hey, I got this really good guy that is really smart, and he's he's going to come help you. And that was, next thing you know, really? Max is working with me. And I was like, this guy's not smart. What are you talking about? I'm just <laughs> No way, that's so interesting to hear from your perspective. Oh, that's funny. Why, how, did you, how do you remember it? Well, I did a bunch of jobs. You know, I was his assistant some days because I was a PA. So I, they, would just jo- they would just put me back and forth from all the different shows. Yeah. So I did all kinds of stuff. And then, yeah, then I started doing the video licensing. Uh, Dax, do you still get people not understanding what we did for a living? Oh, absolutely. Like when I try to tell someone like, oh, I was – Clips clearance producer, they're like, what the hell is that? I'm like, like well, yeah, you're like, you license videos and photo, and they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, they're like, yeah, you're a paparazzi, right? I'm like, they're no, like, I didn't shoot the photos. Like, I, couldn't, I couldn't even go take a piss. <laughs> in the desk for 12 hours. So, uh, that, <laughs> so then he was there. We worked by side by side for, God, I don't know, nine years, something like that. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because yeah, cause the website was like three years before the show, and then I was at the show six years. Yep. So, That's a long time. Right. Yeah, we were partners in crime for a very, very long time. But you mm-hmm. were like, Max was like, in, no offense, Max was like the star. <laughs> yeah, Every, everyone knows Max was the star of that show. Absolutely. Uh, it was, it, it's still crazy. I don't think it's still the same without him. I mean, really? but... What was, do you have a moment there that you'll remember, like, working on a story that will always stand out? Like, the one time, the craziest, like, once you got their batch of photos, like, holy shit. A like, lot of times. So many stories, Dax knows. I mean, there were so many huge stories. Just like Michael I mean, Jackson like, dying. That was Michael a crazy Jackson. day. There was a lot of giant ones. That, that's kind of, I do miss being in, like, I mean, the newsroom can be brutal. I mean, you're tearing your house, it's really comp- competitive, people are screaming at each other. But it's, it, it is fun to be in those ground, those breaking stories moments, mm-hmm. you know, Dax, yeah. when it's like happening. I think I think looking back, like those were some of the biggest memories that I have of working there. On a crazy day, a big news story goes down and just being so, a part of it and being a part of something that turns into a phenomenon outside. Like whether that's yeah. like Michael Richards' rant or Michael Jackson dying yeah. or something that just became this huge international news story and we knew about it before anyone else and we got to see how it unfolded. I think it was a, yeah. a pretty cool thing to be a part of TNC. And you get to see things that the public doesn't see, like court papers or whatever. Oh, here's a funny one. I remember when uh, Paris Hilton had to go back to jail. Mm-hmm. Remember we were all in on the Paris thing. In fact, Harvey even went there and asked her questions, remember? I had, oh my gosh, this is such a good memory. I'm glad he reminded me. <laughs> I've forgotten so many fun things. I... <clears throat> I met these girls the night before we worked. I just tried to like live like I was on vacation, but show up to work because it was so stressful. So the night before, I hook up with this chick at the Skateboard Awards, Trans World Skate Awards, and I get a hotel at the Riot House, the Hyatt, on Sunset Boulevard, and we just jammed out all night partying. So I get up, and I'm going to work, and it's like, I think we were working on Sunset then, so it's just down the street. Yeah, I kept the hotel close to work. Is this so, what I picked you up at that one morning? Mm, no, no, I don't think so. No, I think that was a different time. <laughs> so I wake up in the morning and I'm going, I'm walking to work or I'm getting a cab or an Uber. I think it was a cab. This was before Uber. And, um, and I look up and I just hear all, I walk outside on sunset and there's all these helicopters. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? And I'm like, you know where the Hyatt is? It's like the street right there. 
right next it's to Paris. King Street, yeah. Yeah. King Street. And um, I get to work and Paris is getting rearrested. And that's what it was. She lived right up King Street. And it was like all the helicopters were coming. I was literally just like blurry. I'd like, what is going on? And yeah, that was fun. Uh, there was awesome. a lot of fun stuff I did all around TMZ. Uh, I remember I asked about the the picking up. I remember one morning you're like, dude, my car's not starting. I don't know where I'm at. Can you come pick me up? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and where, then, where'd you pick me up? Uh, it was down the street. It was like some hotel or something. I mean, oh, huh. I did a lot of hotel nights. I was, it was that. <laughs> and then do you remember when you got in a, a gnarly car accident? Yeah. I yeah, remember. totally. That was crazy. I saved that dude's life. Yes. Um, and I made money off that car. Uh, I actually just got another car for free. Another truck. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was crazy. I mean, I, I man, I've paid less in cars than I've been paid out for. I've made money off of cars in my lifetime. So my dad, he moved to Sweden or something, gave me his truck. I drove it for like six years. And then I'm driving to work early one morning because we had to be there at five. So it was dark. <clears throat> Jammed down fountain. And this guy pulls out, this old dude, in a, in a Mustang, a red Mustang. And he's just, I'm just like, oh, no. He's like right in front of me. So I just slam on the brakes and I'm just skidding. And it's just like skidding, skidding. I'm like, I'm going to smoke this guy. So I just slam the wheel to the left and just barely miss him, blow his entire front of his car up, but didn't kill him. I, if I had hit him head on T-bone, he, he would have been toast. So then I skid out, boom, boom. His wife runs out. He runs, he gets out. We're like both like, oh, we're in one piece. We're, we're sick. But he's like, it's my fault. I didn't see. I couldn't see. It's my fault. So they took care of that car. They paid me. And the insurance company eventually paid me 10 grand for that car. So I tell my dad. And I had to, I, I'm so close to work, so I just ran to work. And uh, I tell my dad. And he's like, you turkey. I paid seven grand for that truck. <laughs> <laughs> but thank it. God that guy's okay, man. That was so crazy. I was just sliding, and I'm like, I'm going to kill this guy. I'm just looking at him straight, just T-bone. He's just looking at me like deer in headlights. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty heavy. So great. So, so like, your, your post-TMZ life, you, you start bartending and stuff. Like, Well, you... no, no. I traveled around for, like, five years and dated supermodels and had fun and traveled all over. Oh, you know what else I wanted to say? Uh, you know what was weird? I want to ask you about this two decks. I don't know the era, like – I wasn't very into social media then, and I'm totally not now, but I probably should more. I don't know why I feel like I should, but I just haven't been doing it recently. It Was it, like, around when we were at TMZ still? I mean, you were there longer than me. Uh, yeah, Twitter started up uh, when we were at the old yeah, office. Twitter, but, like, Instagram and all that had, like, just started, right? Yeah, Instagram was definitely behind. It was kind of the slower one of the two. Like, Twitter was big back when we were... At yeah. the old offices on Sunset. That was like the thing to do. Every like it just kind of blew up at that time, and then it's now since kind of faded off and more Instagram and stuff. Uh huh. That's interesting. I was kind of curious about that. I was trying to like date things in my head. It's just so weird seeing all these kids where they don't know a world without that. Right. Like it's... we didn't like when we first started. There wasn't Twitter uh, at TMZ. There yeah. was no such thing. Because I remember I I got introduced to Twitter because I did Love Line. And Dr. Drew was like, oh, you should come and check out this thing, this like, this no new, like this new program. And I'm like, what is it? And he's like, it's Twitter. I'm like, I don't understand. Like, so wait, people can't see you unless you tag. I'm like, I don't <laughs> understand this. So I've got Dr. Drew teaching me how to do it. And then it blew up after that. And I was like, oh, okay, I get why he likes it now. Isn't that, isn't that where the at symbol came from? 
The at the little at from Twitter. I, think, I can I think it came from no. Twitter. The at was before that because no of but email used, addresses used used as that as oh the link. as I was a listening link. Yeah. to the I think it was um, what's the guy who ran Twitter? Um, he, he was uh, on Joe Rogan the other day. Uh, oh fuck! You know with the beard. Yeah, he, I think he was talking about that. Um, hey, what are you shooting over there, Adam? What do you got lately? Dude, I got a lot of people, man. I had, uh, man, I had Ja Rule talking about Firefest. Oh, God, I mean, I'm so sick of that. Dude, I got that. I mean, I just got a bunch of fucking the same people, dude. I, you know, it's so crazy. I've been doing this for so long. Like, it just doesn't even phase me. Like, literally, like, when I see celebrities, it doesn't even, I used to get photos with everyone. Like, not everyone. Like, some, it was people I like where I find for corny I'd get a photo of. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't get a photo of everyone. Now it's just like, I've seen everyone. I've met everyone. Like, when I see them, I don't even flinch. It's just like, oh, there's a, this person. There's that person. Like, I don't even, it doesn't even, it's so stupid to me. It's so, uh, it's, it's oh, you so, finally made it. <laughs> it I, that it is, like, am I jaded or have I officially made it? That part, I don't know. But I got. I mean, this week was so. Last week I was with like two chains. I was with uh, I had a bunch of people last week. A lot of rappers, you know. It, the rappers are always interesting yeah, because, rapper. dude, the rappers are always so fucking late. Like if they're <laughs> supposed to interview at five p.m., they don't show up till seven p.m. And as soon as they show up at seven p.m., they're like, "Hold on, let me finish my blunt." And it's so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is awesome. Single time, dude. Dude, that is rad. What if somebody was like, "Hey, let me finish my beer"? It's they would sound like an alcoholic. Dude, wait, did I tell you about the two? Uh, the uh, so I was with Soldier Boy a few weeks back, and Soldier Boy shows up for an interview an hour late, and he shows up, and the whole company, like the, everyone's waiting for him in like this stuff like lobby, waiting for Soldier Boy, shows up an hour late. I interview him outside for about a minute and a half, two minutes. And then he goes, before he goes in, he said, hold on, I want to go finish smoking a blunt my boy real quick. So I started <laughs> smoked with him in his car as everyone's all pissed off at me for, like, making him wait an extra five or minutes as he finishes a blunt. It was. Oh, that, dude, my brother, or uh, my brother's a sound guy. He was laughing about two, or Soldier Boy too. He's like, dude, that guy, he's like, all those rappers, he's like, they need to, like, chill it on the chains because it, like, clings on your little, your lava lamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your microphone. So it's just clinking all the time. Every time they move, it's like clink, clink, clink. It's <laughs> so true. Oh, they're, dude, they're such life. jokes, man. It's so, it's such like, an They're act. like cartoon characters. They really are. It's such a show because later that night, I ran into two chains at a restaurant. And it's like him and like six dudes like squeezed up in a booth at a restaurant. And it's just like funny to see them all like without the hat on, the sunglasses on. And oh just, really? Like, yeah, like just to see them all like, but like they're like pretty much sitting on each other's lap in oh a booth gosh. at a restaurant. Well, that would be such um, a great picture. You got to take that photo next time, dude. That'd be so great. <laughs> can I just tell you the story with me and Two Chains? I got yeah. a great story about me and Two Chains. So one day when Two Chains first came out, he was the biggest asshole, the biggest asshole to me, like such an asshole to me. I'd always try to shoot him, and he was like, "Ah, fuck you!" Like just always ignore me. So we'd see him every single day at the London Hotel. So finally, we're like, yo, screw this guy. I stopped filming him for about like three weeks and trying to shoot him for like three weeks. He would see me. I'd put the camera down. I would even stand up. I'd let him walk right by me. You know, I was like, <laughs> fuck this guy. 
Then after like a month later, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Two Chains is walking by. He's with his bodyguard walking by me going into the London hotel. It's like nine in the morning. I'm like, hey, Two Chains, can I get a photo with you? He goes, all right, on the way out. Comes out five minutes later of the hotel, and he's with the bodyguard. And I go, Two Chains, can I get that photo? Bodyguard goes, get the fuck out of here. I'll break your knees. I'll break your knees. Get out of here. I'll break your knees. I'm like, dude, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Two Chains. Two Chains it, like, is like ignoring me. The bodyguard's like, yo, get the fuck out of here. I'll fucking kill you. So I go, you know what? Guess what? I got it all on camera. I'm calling the cops. The door guy at the hotel is like, Adam, what are you talking about? You're, you're going to call the cops? What are you talking All of a sudden, Two Chains and his bodyguard finished smoking a blunt outside their car. I go, guess what, guys? I'm calling the cops. I'm calling the cops. I, I pick up my phone. I act like I'm calling the cops. I'm like, license plate T47692. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. By coincidence, five minutes later, a cop car comes racing around the corner. Two Chains and his bodyguard take off running down the street. <laughs> <laughs> all of a like two chains with his chains, his necklaces, his bodyguard, fucking big monster, start running down the street through a parking garage. I'm like, oh shit. The body the fucking door guy is like, oh shit. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> the fucking just see running for his life with the cops. Two weeks later, I run into two chains in a lobby of a building. I'm like, two chains, can I get a photo with you? Yeah, absolutely, buddy. Come on, let's take that photo. Come on, let's do it. No way. Yeah. Wow, he turned around quick. Uh, I thought he would hate you even more. Right? No, man, I couldn't believe it. So I'm actually civil with him now. Even though when I did approach him at dinner last week, he acted like I'd even interview him two hours before, but still. Oh, my God. He might have been I. I might have been, but, you know, it's, you know, it is what it is. So great. Wow. Dude, I don't even know. I don't, I'm so clueless to who these rappers are. I'm so out of that loop. I, like, I know. I remember Two Chains because when he came out, I thought it was just a funny name. Yeah. Do you now? It's just getting ridiculous. The names are just getting so dumb. It's a little everything, little everything, little, little everything. But we sound like the whitest people on the planet. We have to stop talking, guys. I know. <laughs> Max, I do, like you, do you even follow entertainment news at all anymore? No. Not even no. a little bit. Nah. I mean, it pops up on my phone, but there's a lot of people I don't know who the hell they are. Whoa, they're in my phone. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, there's a lot of people where I'm just like clues. Hey, but I called the Kardashians. I, they didn't air this, but I remember going, as much as we are just are so annoyed by the current Kardashians, I seen the little girls coming up mm -hmm. when they were like young, 14. I'm like, we are screwed for a whole generation. I'm like, these last ones are actually beasts, right? But the next generation is like, they're like, this new crop is way better than the last one. So, so you're, right, you're saying like you knew Kylie now. was going to be a billionaire? Yeah, she's a billionaire. The other one's supermodel. Man, I called that. <laughs> I called a lot of stuff. <laughs> but you, have you met the Kardashians over the years? Like, have you got to? No. Wait, you met no? Kim. You met Kim. She came in. I mean, yeah, Kim used to peddle her sex tape at the office and walked yeah, well, two she miles. She did her sex tape at the office. She came in once when she was, like, over there. Mm -hmm. No, she, she was, did. Yeah, she I was, was walking behind nice. her. Her legs are like a foot long. She's so slow. Um, <laughs> yeah, she did. Remember, Ch Chad made her. I. She was so wonderful. What are you talking about? She was Chad awesome. Chad created her. No, she was doing her sex tape. No, she wasn't doing her sex tape. Yes, she was. I was that's what I did. Sex tapes. Oh god, she wasn't doing her sex tape. She came into the one hundred percent the sunset office. No, no, no. This was in the valley. This was when we were at Victory Studios. 
This was early days. I don't remember that. You I know she came even... into the Sunset office and she came and took photos and she was wonderful. No, you might not have been there. This was like month two at TMZ. Was she? Was this post-sex tape? No, like the sex tape is what made her big. Chad had a huge hand in making her big too. Chad Weiser, our editor, was just obsessed with her. And he would always get her out as Paris's assistant. And he'd just start putting her up on the website every day, blowing her up because he had he liked her. Yeah, because she had the she had the and ass, then, and he used to like be like, "Look at this girl. Yeah. She's the one we should be focusing on, not Paris." Yeah, and then um, and then she came in. Well, Harvey had a relationship with the family. I, I've met Bruce or what's what's um, Caitlin. What is he called? I met Bruce a few times. How is he a cool, dude? Yeah, he's super cool. I haven't I haven't run into Caitlin since transition thing have you guys Jeez. have you guys seen caitlin out i've seen caitlin out yeah i've seen her a bunch of times is she pretty nice uh she's fine i'm she's just fine. curious of the the change you know like what bruce was like i just remember bruce also being very like upset and angry a lot and oh so, gosh so and i feel I, that caitlin is not so i'm just wondering if that had a lot to do with just not being comfortable in your own skin for so long Actually, let me ask you this. You, Dax, and well, this question for both of you. You guys have been covering Kim for so long. Did her butt change from when you first started seeing her to what yeah. she is now? Like, you think she definitely had some work done, or if it's just, was it natural, or what is it? What she would do before was she would hide it. She would do exclusives so that they got final cut on the photos, which is, I think she still does it. But I'll bet she's gotten some sort of, because it was very cottage cheesy, like Paris Hilton said. She's like, her butt looks like a bag of cottage cheese. A, what was it? A garage, a garbage bag. So I don't know if she got some sort of smoothing. She's got all the money in the world. She probably did. Why not? <laughs> I would just say that a lot of these people, they get work done. Like you, yeah, you a see lot. a lot of these, like Christy Brinkley, that woman is like 70 years old. Oh. She looks unbelievable. And I'm like, Showing. I'm like, she has Wing. to have had lots of work done, but whoever did her work is amazing yeah yeah really good good but she's job. also just naturally gorgeous yeah, man when she, she was really young she was like fall over drop dead who's the magic who, lady who's the most famous person you've dated max oh i'm not gonna talk about oh, that oh come on you put stuff up on instagram <laughs> I'm, I'm just curious oh i don't put anything on instagram that's important <laughs> Did you? <laughs> is it ash wednesday there's a guy on the news he's got a little thing you know who i saw who did i see you with like two years ago oh eastwood did you date that chick yeah a couple times nice <laughs> uh yeah um, would she be a, wait, wait, in the, wait a second wait a second is it ash wednesday isn't easter is not until yeah. april right correct yeah why does this guy got this thing on his head ash wednesday uh, you're it asking is. two jews who knows dude i mean you guys should know jesus was jewish come on <laughs> I thought Ash Wednesday was the Jew one. Oh, no, that's for Catholic. It's not Easter yet. I'm so confused why this guy's got it. I have no idea. No Maybe clue. he just doesn't realize he's got a smudge on his head. Adam, did you freeze? Max, let me get Your this. video uh, froze, I, dude. Where are you? There you are. Actually, I want to ask Max, um, where do you meet these girls? Like, when you, not the, well, the Eastwood, the models, where do you meet these girls? Though? Like, I, where, no, I live a wild life. <laughs> but are you meeting him at a bar? Uh, you you meeting guys him at don't parties? know the half of it. You guys don't know the half of it. I wish I could no, say. I want, 
I want to know. You make me want to move to California, my friend. It's uh, no, I mean, we call New York stories. So, like, great. I don't know how LA works. Oh, I don't. LA doesn't. I don't work like LA works. LA is so like. LA is not my scene, man. I, I'm not a big fan. I've never liked LA. It's so like hoity-toity. Like, every, yeah, you got to be somebody. Nah, it's not my style. I miss New York. I used to live in New York. I loved New York. I, I know, dude. You got to come back. Not missing it now that it's freezing though. Dude, it's brutal. It's brutal. But they're uh, they're gonna be doing some WSL competitions out here. Uh, like, you know, oh, like, that's right. They're doing some longboard stuff. They're really trying to build it up in Long Island, and you know, Jersey's been doing some stuff out here. In yeah. fact, yeah, yeah, there might be some good. We'll talk later, but I might have some ideas for you. It'll you know good. what I wanted to ask? Oh, yeah. We never chatted after you did Matchmaker, uh, Millionaire Matchmaker. What was that like? <laughs> Oh, that oh, was yeah. fun. I just uh, I just ripped on Patty the whole time. She edited all the funny stuff out. The producers loved me because they were all like, she's just hard to work with. And I was just like, yeah, whatever. I, she was like trying to break. She'd try and break people. And like the kid next to me was like sweating. And she's, they're like, how do you put up with all this? And I'm like, I've been working for Harvey Levin for 12 years. I'm, she's a teddy bear. <laughs> like, I mean, she like tries to put you, she tries to make you get all like, up, like up. she like man hates. So you get upset, and then she can edit that into the show. But I'm like, you're talking to the editing room master over here. <laughs> I'm like, you can't break me. How did you How did you get that invite? By the way, did she reach out, or was this just yeah, a Bravo thing or whatever? Yeah, they yeah they reached out. They paid me. Nice. They um on the thing when they're like, why are you looking for a girl? I'm like, you. I'm not looking for a girl. You guys paid me. <laughs> and the, the producers jumped out, and they're like, no, no, you can't say that. I'm like, well, I'm just. Being honest. <laughs> I love it. Like, no, I don't need your help. So, no, no, no. So, like, where it did they... It was fun. It was, did... it, was a, it was really fun doing a show that wasn't like ours. Yeah. Because ours is so much just part of our day. You know, like, that was a production. Like, it would have been so fun if our whole lives were just the show, huh, Dex? It's so true. But if that... it was just having fun all day, but we had a, a real job behind the show. Yeah, people don't realize that. I'm, they're always like, why did you leave or whatever? That looked like the funnest thing. I'm like, that was like one hour of our 12-hour day. So then how long did it take to film that whole episode? Two days, I think. And then we'd go back for the final thing, like a month later or something. Okay. Yeah. How, then, how do we work with the girl? Fine. Uh, you guys dated uh, for a while, didn't you? No, we kind of tricked everybody. Oh. <laughs> So, <laughs> you know what? One of my ex girlfriends is on a on a reality show right now. She's on that that uh, southern one, Ashley Jacobs. Yeah, Ashley Jacobs is my ex. Like we were almost getting married. No way. Yeah, yeah. I love Ashley. She's great. That's so I funny. Talked to her the other day. I didn't realize she was on a show. I don't even know what show is this. Uh, southern. southern what's it called? Southern Charm on Bravo. Oh, southern Charm. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. Ashley, yeah, my mom she, loved that one. My mom so she's with that, that dude now. Which is she still with that dude? Should the older guy on the show? You know, that's kind of why I hit her up. I didn't talk to her for a long time, but then I read something in the news that he was like abusing chicks. So I just hit her up. I'm like, "What's up? This guy needs to get some talking to or something." So she said she's all right. She says she said she definitely understands my position now that she's uh, on the opposite end. What do you mean? mean? Opposite just, end of what? Just being on TV and being vilified and just all this stuff. Gotcha. You know. Do you ever feel weird doing what you do? This goes for both of what you did. Well, Max, what you did. When you do news, like, is it hard to do news, especially 
when you put out bad news of people? Do you ever feel a guilty yeah. conscience? Always, and it's all bad news. It's so all how, bad news. Yes, is that it, was very hard. Yeah. That's it's a hard good question. What? Is it just hard on the soul, really? Like Big time. Yeah. Because I do feel like that. I, I mean, me personally, I get like that. It's like, I don't want to be the guy that's putting out bad news, especially of people. You know, because you don't want to be the guy taking the, the bumps for them. And, you know, unfortunately, yeah. sometimes people go through some bad things in life. I don't want to really be the guy. You know, and I say that as a double standard because I, I do do yeah. that as an interviewer. But, you know, I try to do it with at least a charm, you know, and that's yeah. the you know, at least I have my own way of doing it. And trying yeah, to you can try and make the most of it. Make fun of yourself, I guess. Yeah, you're. that's such a good question. You're totally right. Because it's hard, too, being around negative stuff all day. Yeah, no, for sure. Did you ever have people just begging you, any celebrities just begging you to get on or do something with them? Like, hey, help me out. Like, can you put get me attention? Can you put me... Only, only you know, Dax would know, too. Only, like, Z-list. Yeah. The, and people, the people that you, you didn't want to cover were the ones hitting you up, being like, yeah. please cover me. <laughs> you, you didn't have the Jen Anisons of the world calling you up. Yeah. And you know what? It was a different time. Like, that celebrity news was so new that, like, people were scared of us. Um, and now they, they kind of seek it out. They realize it's better to work with it than to be afraid of it. I see a lot of people, like, I'll, they'll get interviews or I'll hear teams, you got to interview with so-and-so, like, or they'll, or Kanye's in the office, you know, stuff like that. Was that it's not crazy? That was, that was wild to me when I was like, Kanye is there at the office? What the fuck? Well, Kanye's wild. I'm getting some water. <laughs> it, it is. There's so much setup shots with everything now, though. I just saw, like, even in New York City, I saw stuff of BB Rexa. Yeah. There's no way that BB Rexa is going to like just paparazzi waiting for at this random restaurant in Times Square. Like knowing I know New York City, I know how New York City works. That has set up so, shot so, all over it. So you're saying her people called an agency and said be there? It has to be. Even with something with Daniel Staub recently in New York City in a random street in a random hotel so, in New York. So not like a big restaurant. It's not like going to Craig's because here no. any everyone's at Craig's at all times. There's always no, paparazzi but- outside. A lot, a lot of, a lot of uh, PR people did that. That's common. It's common, but it's still funny that you know people in my position as a paparazzi per se, we get villainized. Like, oh, leave them alone. Yeah. Leave them alone. I'm like, listen, leave them alone. Then they'll get pissed off because I leave them alone. It's like, what are you right. supposed? To do? Well, is... the, well, the truth, the truth is that it only goes around because someone's watching it and buying it. Yeah. I mean, people, it's always, it's easy to vilify somebody else. That's so funny that yesterday, yesterday, literally, I got a tweet from some guy because I put up some Taylor Swift photos, her holding hands with her boyfriend. And yeah. the guy just tried to rip me apart. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, you guys are the ones interested in these photos. I posted them. You guys are interested in them. If you stop caring about paparazzi photos of Taylor yeah. Swift, no one will take them anymore. But yeah. she likes to be in the news. You like looking at her. So it yeah. kind of makes this an industry. If you don't want yeah. it, if you don't want paparazzi, then you're gonna have to stop consuming the news, which you're not going to do. Plus, well, he's just a, some dude on Twitter, so yeah. you know. Yeah. Screw up. I just always think it's funny when people like rip you apart, like they're Taylor Swift's best friend and they're defending her. I'm like, oh dude, God. you don't even know what Taylor likes. Taylor I wish, I wish enjoys Taylor publicity. What did you say? I said I wish I was Taylor Swift's best friend. Ooh, la, la. Taylor Swift's dad threw me into a wall at Target one time. Whoa. Yeah. She was trying to do some promotional for one of her albums, and she was doing a surprise appearance at a Target in Harlem. 
Huh. And, uh, you know, because obviously Taylor Swift goes to Targets in Harlem, right? And <laughs> so all of a sudden she's there and I was like filming inside and all of a sudden her dad was like, he's not supposed to be here. And I was like just trying to get a shot. And her dad took me by like my, he was an older guy too, took me by my shirt and like threw me into the wall. I was like, dude, I, I didn't even know it was her dad. I was like, get the fuck off me, dude. Like, who are you? You know, like, I, I had no idea who it was. It was kind of funny. Do you see paparazzi in Huntington Beach? Huntington? I, Manhattan? Oh, yeah. Hermosa? Hermosa. Where the hell do you live, oh, Manhattan? It's Hermosa? so quiet here. At Beach. Such a bubble here. Yeah, like it's just... Oh, man, nobody comes in or out. It's just a safe little beach bubble. That's why all the people live here. It's just, uh, you know, it's just normal. Hey, I saw, normal. I saw you repping a brand a, a while back. They're like, I love puppies. Are you still doing that? Yeah. Is that puppies, your brand? Our, our warehouse just sadly got burned down, but oh, we're, we got to redo oh. it. Um, actually, yeah, the neighbors were smoking crack or something in their in their um, machine shop and burnt the whole freaking the whole thing down. Wow. Oh. Yeah. So wait, wait, uh, is that your company? I, I guess I've never asked you about yeah, it. It's me and a couple buddies. Puppies make me happy. So check it out. Check out the website puppiesmakemehappy.com. I, although I think it's still down because we're dealing with insurance at the moment. Yeah, yeah it's a bummer. That's I mean, at least we didn't die like the neighbors. Oh, wait, wait, who died? The people that burnt the house down burnt to death. Oh, they died. In, oh shit. Yeah, they wow. burnt the whole like they were in like uh they were out, I don't know the whole details, but um it was like a it was like this big warehouse where it's a bunch of shared warehouses. Yeah. And it was an auto shop and I guess they were up late at night partying, you know. Burnt themselves up. Shit, dude. <clears throat> Gnarly. Crazy. On dude, that note. Did... Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, on that note you're a big 80s rock fan. Um, yeah, you, know, you love your Van Halen, your Motley Cruz and stuff like that. I actually just saw Nikki Six yesterday. Uh, Have you been, you know, based on your celebrity that you've become, I don't, I don't hate to use the word celebrity because you hate to say it, but you're a known person. The people know who you are. Recognizable is what I like to say. I say. Have any of these bands, have you became friends with any of these bands that you kind of grew up idolizing or still idolize? Yeah, yeah, Motorhead and them, but let me just die. I was friends with them, and uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I get to hang out and stuff sometimes. I, I'm my brain's not working because it's too early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's the most famous person that's ever recognized you? I don't know. Man. Come on, Max, think about it. I, I I don't know. These are questions I don't like dwell on. Well, you have to be I, like if you sit there and you're like, who is it cool that like this famous person came up and like knew who I was. I, I remember least. it was really funny when um see my brain's just not working this morning. When what's his name? Um uh, uh Richie Sambora from Bon Jovi came in the office and like ran over and wanted a photo with me. And I was always like I I wish I had the photo. He took it because I'm just kinda like begrudgingly in it. Because when I grew up, or I mean Bon Jovi's always kind of been like a chick band. So <laughs> I was kinda just like, why does Bon Jovi want a picture of me? I feel bad. <laughs> I was like, oh no, someone's gonna see me with Bon Jovi. That's oh, awesome. That's so fun. Because in the, like rock and roll world, Bon Jovi's kind of like you know, not core. But Who's... I like them now. I mean, whatever. It's fun. They're fun. I'm, I'm from Jersey. I'm not even a Bon Jovi guy. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you know, I'm seen all the way. No, I'm like Bon Jovi. Ugh. I'm a total Bruce all the way. Oh yeah. There you go. Who's the uh, coolest person you've ever surfed with? Ever seen like just trying to catch waves with you? You know what? That's the great, great thing about surfing. Like, 
Surfing's magic in a lot of ways, but like you can go surf with the, your favorite surfers in the world. Go to Hawaii. You'll see the 90 of the best guys in the world in the same lineup. You know, you can't get on the court and play ball with uh, LeBron James. Yeah. Like, you can do that in surfing. That's cool. That is really cool. But, but it also sucks. If you see pros out, you're like, I'm out going somewhere else because they're going to get all the waves. They'll usually burn you because they're trying to get photos. Anytime there's a camera, just go somewhere else. Yeah. So have, just, you, have you been out with Kelly Slater? I don't think I've ever served with Slater in the water with Slater. But he rips. The guy's a freak show. 47. <laughs> still the best guy in the whole world. Have you and been you know, to his, right. uh, his like wave park? No, I wish. Man, I wish. But my buddy Shane went out to Texas. He's from here. Um, and he's he's running that um, wave pool out in Texas, Waco. Haven't been there yet. I've been injured for like a year. I've been so busted. Getting old sucks, man. <laughs> On that note. How many beers do you drink a day? Too many. Let's get out of here. I thought this was 40 minutes long. It is. Sorry. You're just too interesting. All right. No, no, no. Well, next question. Wait, how many beers? Like, what's your, are you still a Coors Light guy? No, I switched over to Miller Light. Miller Light, dude. Well, every, guy- like, every like six, seven years, I'd switch. I was Tecate, then I was Coors Light, now I'm Miller Light. And how many beers would you say? Would you say you I have like. Know. I'm cutting back. I'm cutting back. Why? You can't keep going forever, man. Adam, we got to let him go back to bed. He wants to go back to bed. Drink we got to let him go. Dwindle. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Thank you, Max, for joining us. Appreciate Later. it. Good catching I'm up. in New York <laughs> and down south. Yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> you guys. Thanks Later, for having dude. me. Later, Max. You can turn it. There you go. I think you turned off. I don't know I don't how to get this off. off. You just. There you go. <laughs> oh man that guy's crazy he's nuts man what a life huh right i like he's that so- he's so open but then he also there's points where you ask him he's like i don't want to talk about it. i'm like yeah he's, he's like the most like, open book but then like you ask him about girls he's like nah i'm gonna keep that to myself he's smart he's smart i mean he's just listen he's got a very good look on life you know mm-hmm. and i wish it's very hard to do that it's very you know, it has some thick skin just to kind of develop that. But somehow he's got this he's got this really good vision of how he wants to live. And I give him credit for actually doing it. Absolutely. Well, I mean, it's Wednesday at 11.50 and he's like, dude, I just got out of bed for this. You know, so it's... <laughs> and he's so, <clears throat> he literally has always eaten like a rabbit. Like, it does not surprise me he's eating yams at 11 in the morning. Like, that's him. He has always just had almost like just doesn't eat anything like substantial but it works for him well that's great i mean it worked he's ripped he's ripped yeah and i guess that he makes me just like maybe i should just go eat a fucking carrot you know or (laughs) just go eat like a head of lettuce because i guess that's how you do it you know i guess but like when i say nothing substantial it's because he he's not taking the head of lettuce and making it into a salad and like filling it up with vegetables it's literally like he rips off a leaf dips it in soy sauce and then just like bites down and like eats it i'm like how are you full after that like how is that your meal so crazy but that's that's literally the first time i've caught up with him god in a while we every once in a while we'll text each other um but that's the first time i've talked to him and i don't know a year yeah i went out with him a few years ago on halloween weekend and i went i went to his place and he's got the cool he had the coolest car at the time 
And he is an absolute legend where he lives. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's like, the people love him there. Like, he's just like this character that everyone loves. They all go crazy for him there. Yeah. Like, he, everyone knows who he is. He's just like, goes to, walks around the shirt off, every, walks in people's houses, like his neighborhood. Like, the girls go crazy. It's, 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 it's very it's cool. It's kind of like you in New York. Yeah, exactly like me in New York, except... <laughs> It's me and a bunch of homeless people and taxi drivers waiting out in twenty degree cold, just looking at and wishing we had two chains to come out and yell at me. Exactly. Oh, that's so depressing, dude. Well, oh, so depressing. Good, good chat. Thank you for coming on, Mike. My, my, oh, dude, you were there. Good hang, as always, my friend. And uh, dude, if you're listening to the show, like, subscribe, rate a review. It's uh, we got some really cool things going on. Dax, it's always a pleasure. I love what you're doing with the Hollywood Pipeline. Thank That's you. all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> Go follow us on social media. You can find Adam at Adam Glenn on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. You can find me at, at Dax Holt. And, of course, follow the Hollywood Pipeline. Come to our, our page. It looks awesome. I just uh, – I have been killing it. I'm not going to lie. I'm feeling pretty good about the website right now. So many exclusives. Great photos, great videos. Um, so log on to HollywoodPipeline.com and uh, follow us on social media. All right, guys. Later.